Pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, today's show, all about ozone therapy here on May 8th, we have a special guest and a dear friend, and she's been on before, and she's back. How awesome is that? Dr. Judy Jasek will be um, informing us, educating us, enlightening us all about ozone ozone as a therapy isn't that what we isn't that what we get when we go outside uh this is a different kind of ozone and um we're gonna have dr jasek um for this whole conversation about ozone therapy for our animals and just how we can use it um in conjunction with conventional medicine not conventional medicine and all the bonuses of ozone therapy so welcome dr judy dr judy jasek Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. And, and I have to tell you, Andy, um, CJ just came over to say hello. Um, CJ oh, is my five-pound chihuahua, and it just um, adores her adjustments, <laughs> Dr. Andy. <laughs> she says that with tongue-in-cheek. Tongue I said with tongue-in-cheek, but she came over here. She's like, oh, you're talking to her. I'll, I'll, see, you la- I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not coming over, right? She can, you could talk to her all you want. So yeah, we right, were, right. I've I've known CJ since she was itty bitty, and when I worked at when you owned Bellevue Animal Clinic, and if I let left my mat down in one of the rooms, thirty <laughs> seconds all it took she would get in there and pee on it. Every always, time. always, always. She was so good at it, and you wouldn't even see her do it. I don't even know how it happened half the time, but oh yeah, mm-hmm. CJ and I go go way back. Yeah, um, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's a She's a stinker. <laughs> she is. She, she's, a, she's a fun little chi-chi. So, mm-hmm. my friend, you specialize in allergies, gut issues, cancer prevention. Um, you have a, a definitely a special passion for educating pet guardians about alternatives to conventional cancer, cancer therapies, um, such as chemo and radiation. Um, you have been working and playing with these animals for 30-plus years, um, and you have a unique whole-body approach to both treating and preventing cancer. Um, but you do more than that. And actually, I just learned all this before we went on the air, like literally. We, we You now own and operate a bigger umbrella of a business called Animal Healing Art. So you do more than just the cancer. And part of that umbrella is this ozone therapy. So I'm just going to let you take, take it away and tell everybody what is ozone therapy. All right. So ozone therapy. So when we when we use ozone medically, um, it actually technically is the same type of ozone that's in the atmosphere. Um, ozone. We have a protective ozone layer like around our planet that helps protect us from UV light. Matter of fact, ozone is to some degree uh, formed from UV light and from lightning. That's what makes uh, thunderstorms have that kind of unique smell is the ozone where the electricity from the lightning actually splits the oxygen molecules into singular 
oxygen atoms, which then recombine and form O3, which is ozone, instead of O2, which is the oxygen that's typically in the air that that we breathe. When we create ozone medically, um, I have an ozone generator where um, medical-grade oxygen is run through the generator. It goes into a glass tube. There's an electrical spark that does the same thing that happens in nature. It splits the oxygen molecule into two O's, which then recombine with some of the, you know, O2s to create O3. And the, the really cool thing about the O3 is because it has that extra oxygen atom, it's less stable, which means it's, it's more reactive in the body, um, and it gets into the cells easier. Um, O2, regular oxygen that we breathe in the air, is very stable. So if you injected that into the body, it wouldn't have as big of, of impact as O3 because that singular oxygen atom will break off. And then it forms other substances called peroxides and ozonides, which are the actual uh, vehicles for getting the, the ozone that oxygen into the cells. And this physiology has been well worked out. And this isn't something new or something woo-woo and it's not like an experimental thing. It's been around since the early, or actually the early 1900s, so over 100 years now. Ozone's been used in medicine. Um, Nikolai Tesla actually uh, invented the first ozone generator, and and of course the techniques needed to be perfected to be used, you know, in medicine and be deemed safe. But it was used extensively in people, um, you know, until in this country until um, big pharma took hold of you know the the show and, you know, decided they would rather make money selling pharmaceuticals than doing something like ozone therapy that's safe and effective and can't be patented so nobody can make billions of dollars um, promoting it because it's literally generated on site. Um, <laughs> I hear you laughing. <laughs> Uh-huh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so this is why, yeah, but see, this is why these therapies, you know, people think, oh, well, that's something unusual and new. It's like, no, there's so many therapies, like homeopathy and herbal medicine that have been around for hundreds of years, sometimes thousands of years, and they've just gotten, you know, covered up. They're just because the, you know, powers that be, the big corporations can't make a lot of money using them, promoting them. They can't patent it, so uh, they don't want to use it. So they train medical practitioners to use these other therapies. In other parts of the world, um, ozone therapy is used extensively um, in countries like Italy and France. I've been to ozone conferences where there's, um, I've listened to physicians from other parts of the world talk about ozone therapy and they use it extensively and routinely. And they are actually using it um, to see if it's effective against the this new coronavirus that we're all dealing with right now. Um, and because it's a powerful antiviral, it's been shown to have effects against viruses like HIV and Ebola, and so some pretty tough viruses. And so there's a lot of potential for it to be, um, you know, effective against coronavirus as well. Um, so in pets, I, I really got started using ozone um, for cancer patients primarily, and 
Um, that started because I had a, a client come in that um, her dog had had, had a, a cancerous mass removed from its leg and they wanted to do chemo and radiation, all the conventional therapies, and she didn't want to do that. And she asked me if i do ozone therapy. And I said, at that point in my career, which this was, oh, time goes by so fast, maybe seven or eight years ago, um, at, at that point in time, I'd, I'd heard about ozone therapy, been to a couple talks, but I didn't really know about it. And she said, well, I'll buy the equipment if you'll learn how to use it. I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, the universe here is clearly, <laughs> clearly wow. guiding me to learn this. Um, and not only did she say she'd buy the equipment, but she, there, she herself saw a human physician um, up in Boulder that was doing ozone therapy. And she said, and, and I've already talked to my doctor, and she said, you could come up and shadow and learn how they use it. <laughs> like, oh, okay, oh, I get, wow. I got the message. <laughs> Good learn this. Um, so, so I did. So that was my first ozone case. And um, actually, Lacey is, if any of you, um, you or your listeners read Dogs Naturally, I actually wrote up Lacey's case. It was published in the last issue of oh. Dogs Naturally. Um, oh, cool. Because she she came to me, I think, well, let's see. So that would have been seven or eight years ago. And she's now 15. Uh, she was supposed to live six months. And um, I think she's now 15 years old and just thriving and doing phenomenally. And ozone was a big wow. part of of her treatment. So she's, you know, that's a very special case to me because not only did she do very well, but she was a a, a big teaching case for me. Um, all, a lot of my patients are teachers, but she was my initial one that said, "Hey, you know, you need to you need to learn this." So I learned some basic techniques. From the a doctor up in Boulder and um, used those on Lacey and then went on and got more training and certification and ended up buying my own equipment and um, just kind of gone on from there. So the majority of the patients that I um, that I treat are cancer patients. Um, that's probably the most common thing that I use ozone for, but really ozone because what what ozone's doing is basically it's oxygenating the body. So you're giving the body more oxygen. And that's that's never a bad thing. It can only be a good thing. And what it what it's doing effectively is helping to make the the healthy cells in the body stronger and not only by providing oxygen but it actually helps the cells use oxygen more efficiently so it improves all of the the energy cycles that go on in the cells it helps the mitochondria be healthier um it it, it improves the health of the normal cells dramatically and disease processes like cancer tend to thrive more in a low oxygen environment so you're, you're doing both it has direct anti-cancer effects and helps um stabilize the immune system um, and make it healthier. And so for things like autoimmune disease, it, I've had really great success at helping to stabilize the immune system for pets with autoimmune disease. Um, and really any type of inflammation, uh, it can help. And there's no downside. I think that's one of the coolest things about ozone. Um, there's no negative effect. There's really no reason not to do it. As long as people have the, you know, the time and the resources to get their pets to me to do the ozone treatments, there's just, there's no downside to, to doing it. Um, so
so it's I I just highly encourage people to um to to get the therapy. I, I also see it really benefit older pets too. I've had clients over the years that would just bring their older pets in a couple times a month just to give them that little extra boost, little extra support. And um and they do great and they live what what I see is I see pets living longer with a better quality of life. And when, you know, the time does come for them to pass on, it's not a long, drawn out, painful, you know, ending. They do really well and then when they do go downhill and their bodies are, you know, are done, then um it's it's relatively it's relatively quick. And that's my goal for my patients is to have the best quality of life uh, for as long as possible. And so I really think that uh, that ozone is a big contributor to that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for going through all of that because I send people to you <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to have to ask Dr. Jacek about the details of this. Because, um, you know, I know what ozone is, right? Like everybody does. But, you know, what, you know, to, does it do more than just cancer? Does it do more, you know, now we know autoimmune inflammation. Um, my Doberman's been seeing you. We were doing weekly for a while and every other week. And I couldn't tell anybody what the ozone's doing. So thank you so much for being here. I just know that his body requires it. And mm-hmm. you and I haven't really, quote unquote, seen anything change with him. But he's got a litany of stuff that I just know this is supporting. This is just supporting him. And he just, he actually absolutely loves coming to see you and doing this. Um, let's take a break. We're going to go break a little early. And then I want some more, some more cases, some more details for people to really chew on and really take a look at how this can contribute to them and their animals. So we will be right back with Dr. Judy Jasek as we talk about all about ozone. Um, and we will be right back here on Dr. Andy's World. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This- 
This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back or forward here to Dr. Andy's World on the Fire Choices Network with myself, Dr. Andy. We are talking about all about ozone with um, the wonderful, fabulous, and my dear friend, Dr. Judy Jasek. Um, this is one of the therapies she incorporates into her practice, Animal Healing Arts, and you can get a hold of her at ahavet.com, so ahavet.com. Um, and you can also email her directly at info at A-H-A-V-E-T dot com. So A-H-A-V-E-T dot com. There we go. Sorry about that. All right. That. You, you, you got it. And thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for getting my new uh, my new letters out there. <laughs> new, yes. new address, a new website, and all that stuff. It's it's uh, it's actually it's, it's exciting to be rebranding and expanding what I'm doing and um, and all that. I'm working towards serving serving more pets as best I can. Yay. Yeah, I've done it a few times. It is an exciting time, that kind of recreation of what you've been doing and, and really fine-tuning what everyone's asking for and where you can contribute. So uh, how awesome is that? Um, we've talked about uh, Riggs seeing you, my Doberman. Uh, do you see kitties? Do you see other animals? What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I do see kitties. And, um, you know, you had mentioned some case examples. So I have another, um, I have one kitty that I have been seeing for, I think, probably eight or nine months now. And this kitty first came to me. She's uh, 15 years old, so she's 16 now, had a bladder tumor that was completely obstructing urine flow. So she had to have emergency surgery to have this removed. And this um, this is not, not, not that there's a good kind of cancer to have, but this is particularly tricky because anytime we have, you know, a tumor that's blocking a vital function, like being able to urinate, um, it's it's not sustainable. Pets can't live with it. And you, and you also can't remove all of it. So the chances of regrowth are extremely high. So she had the surgery and I met with them. And, you know, another thing I want to say about ozone too, and this is really with all therapies, it's, it's very effective and very helpful, but it's not a magic bullet. There's always multiple things that I'm doing, but I have no question that ozone helps. But you also have to be doing the nutrition and supporting your pet's health in in other ways. So you can't just, you know, feed some really crappy diet and then do ozone and your pet's going to be healthy. Um, you know, the different modalities and ways of treating pets definitely work together. And I always put nutrition first. So I just wanted to put that out there. It's like you can't eat at McDonald's and take a multivitamin and be have a good diet, you know, you have to, you have to be doing all this, the, the supportive care. And I actually believe that part of the reason why my patients thrive so much and do so well with therapies like ozone is because they, they also have the other foundation um, for nutrition. 
But anyway, this little kitty, um, Sela, we did a, a follow-up ultrasound five months out, um, and the ultrasonographer could see no sign of regrowth whatsoever. Um, she said, I can wow. see a little thickening. She says it's probably just scar tissue from the surgery. She said, I, I can't see any regrowth. And this is the type of thing where if this tumor did start to regrow, you'd know it pretty quickly because you'd have wouldn't be able to pee. Oh yeah. And so now we're like yeah. now we're like eight or eight or nine months out and um they still bring her in once a week. They started out twice a week and now they're bringing her in once a week to me still. And we do a combination of um so there's different ways of getting ozone into the body and so we can talk a little bit about that. So in kitties, yes, you know when we do rig when we do rigs, you know, I'm putting an IV catheter in, I'm drawing blood, um and we'll t- we'll talk about the the UVBI too because we do a, a little added procedure for him. But for kitties, repeatedly hitting veins, getting them to hold still for these procedures, they don't take to it very well. And I'm a very big believer that if the treatments are too stressful, then we're negating a lot of the benefit. I don't want to be kicking pets into this fight or flight. I don't want them panicking. I don't want it to be a battle. Um, if we're having to hold them down on the table to get something accomplished, to get our own agenda done, I don't believe we're helping the pets when we get to that point. <laughs> Plus, I work on my own, so I have to I have to convince my you know patients to want to work with me <laughs> yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So. So for kitties, I do, um, so on Sela, I'm doing a combination of ozonated saline. So I have a bubbler where I put sterile saline. This is like the IV solution that you would get IV. And I bubble the ozone into it. So basically, I am saturating the saline with the ozone. And then I inject it underneath the skin. Like you would give subcutaneous fluids to, say, a, a dehydrated pet or, you know, kitties that have kidney uh, kidney disease will sometimes get subcutaneous fluids on an ongoing basis. So it's the same sort of thing, but it's it's another way of getting the ozone into the body through the um, saline rather than having to be puncturing the veins over and over again. So I do that, and I do rectal. So rectal ozone is another great way of getting ozone into the body. So this is literally, I put a catheter up the bum, and I put the straight ozone gas in there. And yeah, oh, cats, mm, not crazy mm. about that, but they'll put up with it. I get some strange they looks will. like, okay. um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like, mm, yeah, I know stuff's supposed to come out of that hole, not go in, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know why you people do this stuff you do. Uh, um, but, cool. but you know what I, you know what I find is that, um, you know, over time, the pets are just like, Okay, whatever. We'll just I'll just put up with this, and it'll be fine. And I can go back home and nap in the sun. Do um, you also they, get that they do put it together that they feel better? You know, I'd, I'd really, I'd really like to believe that. Um, I, I don't know if, if sometimes that's wishful thinking, but gauging from the response of my pets that or my patients that. You know, like literally, dogs will jump out of the car and come running up to my door. I mean, I mm-hmm. work out of my home, right? Pets will literally jump out of the door. I mean, jump out of the car and come running up to the door. Like, hey, here I am. You know, I mean, granted, I give them treats and stuff, but I, I just, I kind of believe that if they weren't making some 
deeper positive association with this, they wouldn't be quite so excited <laughs> to be running in to get poked. And I mean, it's not exactly fun, you know, for them, but um, they really, they really seem, uh, they really seem to know. And I, you know, the other sense I get from my patients is that uh, they appreciate the more natural approach and that it's mm-hmm. it's supportive i'm supporting their bodies and they just they feel the difference in this approach as opposed to the let's just kill the cancer approach which mm-hmm. doesn't usually work out so well and just makes the pets feel you know really really sick and really you know kind of really cruddy and um i never see good long-term results with conventional cancer therapies because there's always cancer cells that will escape the treatment, and when they grow back, they grow back with a vengeance. And then the treatments run down the pet's body so much that they they have nothing uh, to fight with. They just they just can't bounce back. So it's you know pretty pretty sad. I see way better results um, actually the fewer conventional interventions that that pets have had, um, and they 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 tend to do. Uh, much, much better. So, yeah, I think they somehow do know that it's benefiting them or at least the intent is to is to benefit them. And it's, you know, I, I really also try to create a positive energy around my work that I'm supporting the pet. We're going to help the pet heal, um, not we got to kill this cancer. I don't really think about it that way because I don't think that's effective and it's a negative energy. When we're supporting the pet and, you know, I'm trying to let the pet and the pet parent know that that this pet's body can heal. It can absolutely heal. I can't guarantee outcomes, but I know that they can heal and that we can manage many chronic diseases, including cancer, and making it manageable for, you know, some period of time. All cases are different. Um, but I think putting that positive energy into the into the process is also really really important. Oh yeah, I mean I I have the same thing. I manhandle animals in a very different fashion, and they'll run back up to the door, get on the table, and let's do it again. So I I came to my own conclusion many many years ago that they make a connection of yeah they either a feel better. B, allow them to be them. You know, C, we're going to see what we can shift and change here so you have choice in all this, not let's fix what's wrong. Let's kill what's wrong with you. It's a very different energy um, just with the therapies that we choose to contribute to these animals. So that that's, that's way cool. Um, yeah, because Riggs, Riggs gets out of the car and he's up to the door and comes in. I want my cookies. And then she sticks needles in him. You know, he's like, whatever. So yeah, he gets it, right? They get it. Um, They get it. And you know, like with Riggs too, you know, he's, he's got some skin stuff going on. So that's the most Mm -hmm. external thing that we see. But you you said you, you feel like this is good for his body. And I think, you know, just because we're not seeing this thick, lush, velvety hair coat that (laughs) I would like to see Mm -hmm. on Riggs. Um, it doesn't mean that we're not having internal benefits that are going to benefit him because the skin is just in the hair coats, just the wrapping, right? We got a lot of stuff going on inside the body that the ozone is still going to be supporting and supporting his quality of life and supporting his longevity. 
um, even though, you know, we, we, we'd like to see the visual, just like when I'm treating, you know, cancer patients. Um, the pet parents really want that tumor gone, and I talk many people out of doing surgery. If the tumor isn't causing an immediate problem where it's located, like if it's blocking urine outflow, we got to get rid of it. We have to because it's not sustainable. You know, but if it's not causing a problem, like, okay, well, let's let's take a different approach and let's help the pet's body manage this condition, not be like, we got to cut it out because then we're putting the pet, again, through more stressful procedures. And so let's help the pet's body manage the situation, make them healthier on the inside. Their body can manage this process and and live with it. We don't need to be, like I said, attacking it. Well, and we even talk about Riggs. People see him and go, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? His coat's, you know, this. His ears are sometimes like this. He's this. I go, yeah, and what if that's actually his best self? <laughs> like, well, I think he'd probably actually be dead if he wasn't with me with what I choose to do with my animals because he, has, he does have a litany of compromises to his systems that we have to manage. And I'm like, what if that's his best self, people? Stop projecting that that what's wrong with him on there. <laughs> so right, I, I right. Actually, yeah, I think I'm doing a damn good job, and everyone else is like, what's yeah, wrong well, with I'm like, <laughs> well, and is the and is the and is the pet is the pet happy? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Rick seems like he's pretty happy, happy oh. dog. He didn't he didn't yeah. care if he doesn't have you know the hair coat nope. that humans expect him to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's 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 a happy dog. You know. He's not, he's not yeah. suffering and just doesn't look the way that, you know, sometimes we project as, as people what we expect our pets to, you know, mm-hmm. look, look like and act like and all of that. And I think sometimes we need to take a step back and say, well, maybe that's not actually the best outcome for the pets. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want, I want to hear one more story. I love I love stories here in Dr. Andy's world. Do you have another case that maybe even blew your mind? Um, what the pet chose to create with its body once it got its own therapy? Let's see. I have so many, <laughs> so I many, I so many. It's hard to choose. So many clients that came in. Well, I'll share um, Katie's story. So Katie uh, actually has now passed on um, at the age of sixteen. She's a Labrador, so uh-huh. she lived a very Good long life. And she came to me, um, this was actually quite a few years ago. I worked with Katie and she was diagnosed with a liver mass and the, her guardians decided not to do anything conventional. Like I said before, these are usually the cases I see that do the best. And, um, we started ozone. I talked to them, you know, about diet and we did all this stuff. And I believe I treated Katie for three or four years at least. I don't remember. I think something like that. She was already getting up there in age a little bit when she came to me. And her guardians were very devoted. They saw them just about every week um, for years. And nothing ever took hold as far as this liver mass. There was never any sign Mm -hmm. of spread of cancer. I mean, she basically... You know, she ended up passing away from, you know, consequences of age, not of the cancer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like my ultimate goal. <laughs> I'd rather see my yeah. patients die right. from, die from old age and live mm-hmm. a good quality of life. And she had a, a great life. And then towards the end, again, the downturn, um, was quick. I mean, they never, they don't live forever. 
You know, I mean, that's an unrealistic yeah. expectation. At some point, it's, you know, they're going to move on. But, um, you know, I think she's a great example of we, we can help their bodies manage the, you know, process, whatever's going mm-hmm. on, and then they end up passing of natural causes, you know, or, when they, or you know. When, uh, yeah, when they choose, yeah. Aww, yeah, that's yeah. It's, yeah. That's, so it's it's and I see you know some cases. Yeah, go ahead. No, I I the, the liver massing thought of another very conventional client I have. I do some body work for this older Schnauzer, and they were looking at his third liver surgery. The and she literally <laughs> says to me, you know, because the other two were successful, we need to do this one too. And I'm like, hmm. Different definition of successful. Very different definition of successful because I'm thinking not working here. and But they're not interested in anything else. So I just do what I do with him and keep comfortable and they do what they want to do. Um, and so, it, you know, it's, it's just very different points of view out there. And Wait, well, my first thought in, 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 yeah, my first thought in hearing that would be, well, if the first two surgeries were so successful, why do we need to do a third one? Because I would think that if the surgery was successful, we wouldn't need to keep doing that. Yes. But, you know. That, that would have been my definition of successful. Uh, I most likely would not have even chosen surgery for my animal. I know you, right? I ask a lot of questions. I'm going to go a different direction. But, you know, people choose what they choose. And I'm so grateful you're in the world offering another choice for people and offering um, that other point of view, that, that support, because it's, it's really hard when all, when not all, but the vast majority of other vets are throwing so many other things at you to really stand up for you and your pet and choose something different and to have somebody in your corner like you, Judy, is amazing. Um, I actually referred a client to you just over the weekend. Dog has mastel, and there's one on her ear and one by her eye. And I'm like, she goes, I don't want to do anything about this. I'm like, well, you need to talk to Dr. Jasek. She's already on raw. Maybe you want to add some ozone, but just having someone in your corner going, let's just leave them. Like she knows in her gut, she just wants to leave them. And the other vet was already talking about cutting off her ear. And yeah, you know, right. What 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 else is possible out there? So yeah, okay, oh, it's amazing. Like, Animals can heal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. People can too, but we just talk about the animals around here. But right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if it's not fixing what's wrong? What if it's about supporting the body to handle some stuff? That's it. You know. Yes. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's take one more break, and then we're going to come back, uh, finish up our conversation here with Dr. Judy Jasek, um, owner, operator, extraordinaire, animal healing arts. You can get a hold of her at ahavet.com, and we will be right back here on Dr. Andy's World. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. 
Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back or forward here to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, you can catch me live then or on all the many, many, many podcast platforms out on the Internet world. Today, we are talking about all about ozone with my dear friend, Dr. Judy Jasek. Uh, any last things you want to add about ozone? Um, oh, and, okay. So I have I have one in the chat room if you want to start there. And I think actually Keisha asked up here about breathing it in too. But is there a specific way ozone has to be administered? So we talked about Riggs gets – talk about Riggs. Well, we talked about it going anally as a gas. Mm-hmm. We did sub – fluids on the kitty where you bubble it into the liquid and then let's talk about how Riggs gets his done and then so there's different ways it can be administered. Right so Riggs gets a standard blood treatment where I draw the blood and I mix the blood with the ozone and then the really and then I re-inject it and so the blood is effectively the way of getting the the ozone uh, directly back into the bloodstream. Now with Riggs, we add a different step, which is um, it's essentially a light treatment on the on the blood. So I actually dilute out the blood um, with saline, and it's run through a light device. And there's three different light frequencies that treat the blood cells, and it's diluted out so that there's literally just more space between the blood cells, as they go through this device, the cells spin, and we're exposing the, uh, the, the red blood cells to light, these different light frequencies, which energizes them. It makes the ozone mm-hmm. treatment more effective. And it, and it actually, this treatment um, kills, if there's any microorganisms in the blood, there's bacteria, viruses, yeah. parasites, it kills them, and so it actually acts. I hate I hate the word vaccine, but <laughs> so many negative connotations in my mind. But it acts a little bit like an auto vaccine. So by having bacteria in the blood, and you put the blood through this device, kills those bacteria, and and then it expo- basically exposes those microorganisms to the immune system more efficiently, so then you re-inject it and the immune system's like, hey, that's not supposed to be there, and then the immune system can activate and eliminate the bacteria more more efficiently. Um, And so it basically, this light therapy enhances the the process of giving the ozone. So I can 
draw the blood, mix the blood with the ozone, re-inject it right back into the body, um, or we can do the light treatment. Um, it sometimes, you know, depends on the on the pet. You know, like Riggs, I draw his blood, he lays down, takes a nap. He's like the ideal patient. <laughs> but others that are like squirming around and stuff, sometimes it's harder mm-hmm. to, you know. So sometimes how I administer ozone depends on the disposition of the pet. Like I said, I don't like to make treatments uh, stressful. Right. Uh, so the blood treatment is probably the foundational treatment that I like to use. Uh, you mentioned respiratory. So ozone, if you breathe ozone gas directly, it's very irritating to the lungs. But I can bubble it through olive oil, and there's a reaction that takes place. And then you can actually breathe it in. Um, I've been doing this myself since all this coronavirus stuff that's going on. Um, I thought, well, I got it. I may as well, you know, breathe ozone if I've been out and yeah. about in the world. And, uh, you know, why? I mean, why not? Got it. But why for not? pets yeah. with, I got it there. But for pets with chronic respiratory disease, I've used it in pets like dogs that have, um, like a supposed kennel cough or something, some sort of infectious cough. Uh, one or two treatments, and I've seen it just they immediately improve. Or any kind of allergic uh, bronchitis, really any kind of cough. Um, on the cancer side, I do use it for, you know, if, if we have cancer spread to the lungs, which is, is a very serious condition, but uh, I do find that it helps um, slow the process and can make the process manageable for um, for much longer. Um, nasal tumors, I've seen um, ozone really help a lot with that because we're getting the ozone gas right in the nasal cavity where the where the cancer is growing, and so it can be very um, you know very effective there. Chronic nasal discharges, all kinds of anything going on in the respiratory tract. Um, I do the the direct respiratory therapy, and they breathe the um, they breathe the ozone in for about 15 minutes, and um, it 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 can really help. I also have a little device where, depending on the pet, I actually have a little device where I can vape um, some CBD in along with the ozone, so we can get a little extra benefit into the respiratory tract. You know, so well, I have a husband that likes to engineer stuff, so I throw these ideas out, and ah. then he'll, he'll, he likes to engineer, do the engineering, the the device part, and buy things and modify things and put things together, and so that's a, it's a big that benefit for um, com- coming up. I have the ideas. I'm the idea person. I'm like, wouldn't this be yeah. cool? Uh, nuts, nuts and bolts is not so much my thing, but I have somebody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> willing to help with that yep. part of it. That's a good team. That's a good team. Um, okay, my friend. So we know they can get a hold of you at, well, Animal Healing Arts. So the website is ahavet.com. So ahavet.com. Um, check out mm-hmm. that. Seven two zero number still good to give you a jingle. Is it up on the website? Yep. Yep. Seven two zero five one five. Mm-hmm. 515-2421. Yep. Cool. Um, and they can also find you um, a couple other places. You also do some weekly stuff that they could listen to more information, not specific to ozone, but your other 
modalities under your animal healing arts, and what would those be? Right. So I do a weekly podcast um, with Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, one of the owners of Raw Dog Food and Company, one of the raw uh, companies that I recommend, I direct people to for buying raw food. And we do a weekly podcast. And so on their website, rawdogfoodandcompany.com, um, the the shows are listed there. And also on my website, I have a multimedia page that lists all the stuff that I do. So you can find the podcast there. Um, I'm also doing a weekly uh, Facebook Live with Matt Rowe from Parsley Pets. Parsley Pets does hair testing, does nutritional testing via the hair um, pets. And so we do a weekly Facebook Live every Tuesday at noon. Um, so you can tune into that. And we just cover all different kinds of um, topics regarding pet health and um, then I, whenever, I, I, I really love to do educational stuff. I just think it's so important to get the word out and help to get, get good information out there because I think there's a lot of incorrect information out there. So I really, I appreciate, um, you, Andy, for putting this show together and giving this, um, you know, giving me and others this opportunity to get out and talk about other ways to help pets heal. Well, thank you. Thank you again for coming on. Yes, we we need the other information out there. It's very one-sided. We need more choices for pets and their parents. And we need, you know, choices that will work for them and their bodies. Um, instead of doing it the very one-sided, let's kill it all point of view. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. Um, we'll have to come up with another topic and have you back very, very soon. Um, and and you know, until then, go over and get in touch with Dr. Jason if you have any other questions at aahavet.com. So thank you very, very much for being with us today. Let's take another little quick break, and we'll be right back here on Dr. Andy's World. All right. Thanks, Andy. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, welcome back here to Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. Um, today's show with Dr. Judy Jasek was all about ozone. Oh my goodness, I learn stuff. I love it when I learn stuff. Um, and now, what else um, and what other tools do you have to incorporate 
um, into your and your pet's lives. So how cool was that? So thank you again, Dr. Jasek. Okay, coming up. Oh, and there's information on the podcast page where one little bit on whatever platform you're listening on how to get a hold of Dr. Jasek. Um, if you have any other questions, I am sure if you do not live in Colorado, if you Google ozone therapy and animals and dogs and vets, um, some people will come up in your area and contact them, ask your questions. Um, let's see how we can contribute more to our animals. Okay, what's coming up? Uh, Dr. Andy's World, we got a couple of Facebook Lives on my Dr. Andy Harper page um, right after the show today, um, Friday at 4.05 p.m. Mountain, I guess we're in not standard time anymore, it's Mountain Daylight Saving Time, MD, MDT, whatever, Denver time, 4.05 p.m. Um, I am still wondering what uh, favorite tool I am going to talk about today. I know, it's like in 15 minutes, but, you know, it's how I roll. And then then the following Tuesday. So we're doing Facebook Lives on the fives, Tuesday and Friday. Um, so you can catch out favorite tools, little bites of the big elephant of consciousness, um, how else uh, you could ask questions, follow the energy, and, and really, really start empowering yourself to know what you know about your animals um, and, and going forward into this brave new world that we are currently living in. And we have launched, you like that? You like that? We have launched the Magical Monthly Membership. Um, how about what not fixing what isn't broken? Hmm. Maybe we will continue that conversation. Hmm. I like it. Thank you. I forgot to introduce my wonderful, fabulous, giggly producer at the beginning of the show like I usually do, Miss Keisha. Um, and thank you. Yes, let's talk a little bit more about um, not fixing what isn't broken. Um, this reality. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so after after this, you head over to Dr. Andy Harper's page on Facebook, because you all know how to use Facebook, and I'll be live, and we'll talk about not fixing what isn't broken. Uh, Half-launching the Magical Monthly Membership. With the COVID stuff that I now have to incorporate into um, how I see my chiropractic clients, they have been getting actually a lot more emails from me that um, if you are not here in Colorado, you are not getting. Uh, and so they got the launch of this Magical Monthly Membership. And it is um, incorporates a lot of the recordings that I'm going to be doing. There's going to be Animal Magic sessions um, that you all are invited to. Check out the free membership emails for details on that. There's going to be office hour, you know, almost weekly where you can ask your questions and contribute to each other. Um, you may have a question about your dog that can contribute to Mary's down the street. Like, let's get together. Let's start contributing to each other and these animals. And all of that will be in the free membership emails. And to get through the recordings of those, to get the recordings of the free calls, to get the, um, per, you know, a percentage off other products that are coming um, down the line here, you, you'll need to be a Magical Monthly member. And so... That is a full launch will be coming very, very shortly. That was just a little sneak peek, a little teaser. Okay, our next week's show, 
Uh, May 15th, right? Because, yeah, Mother's Day is on Sunday. Oh, can ever, anybody else feel the palpable energy on how this is this COVID corona quarantine is ruining Mother's Day for mothers around the world, or at least that's their point of view? Oh, my goodness. So if you are aware of even extra wonkiness this weekend, I just want to pop it in your universe that it's A, it's probably not yours, and B's, B's, but, and B, Mother's Day is pretty intense anyway, and now that they cannot even be celebrated properly, you might be picking up some extra wonkiness. Just be aware, ask your questions, be in your knowing, but whoo, boy. So next week, May 15th, we'll be past Mother's Day. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, are you using it to your advantage is the name of the show next week. Whatever it is, are you using it to your advantage? Are you using your quarantine to your advantage? Um, are your pets using you to their advantage? So we can have a lot of fun with this question. And I, we were powwowing how, what the show wanted to be. And we might talk about muzzles and masks and the new normal. Not that they're ever going to be normal again. So are you using it to your advantage next week on Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network? All right. Well, I don't, I'm not going to squeeze in the Ask Dr. Andy questions into 30 seconds because that never really goes well. And I have to fill up 30 seconds. So I'm <laughs> I love a hard end, right? You can't just say, hey, see you next week, but I actually can. So again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there this weekend. Thank you, thank you, thank you for you being you in the world. And I am here every Friday. Um, afternoon on Inspired Choices Network, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And until next week, what if your points of view create your animals? Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?